Jennifer Mosier, and Ann Torres helped illuminate aspects of the Japanese scene immediately after the war. Leslie Torrance typed several chapters. Diane Brooks and Mabel Chin were of unfailing help in navigating the practical world. And in various ways, the university administration generously supported my research. At one point early on, our daughter Kana turned some handwritten chapters into computerized ones. Ed Barber and Andre Schifrin have been my patient mentors at W.W. W. Norton and the New Press, respectively, and Georges Borchardt has been my literary agent. Barbara Gurr copy-edited the manuscript. Sarah Holt and Alan Tolliver at Boston's WGBH television station shared photographs collected for a documentary on General MacArthur. Funding that has supported the project has come from the Japan Foundation as well as MIT. On several occasions, Tokyo University generously extended institutional access to its facilities. Japanese publications pertaining to Japan's defeat in World War II and the American-led occupation that followed defy counting. They include excellent archive-based academic studies and an extraordinary range of edited popular volumes containing articles published at the time, letters written to newspapers during the occupation, day-by-day chronologies, photos, capsule summaries of films, song lyrics, special topics like the war crimes trials and the black market, lists and summaries of post-war bestsellers, what have you. I have drawn heavily on such published Japanese materials, and on certain subjects I have taken it as my task to present some of the findings of Japanese scholars to English-language readers. These scholars deserve special mention here. On war crimes, exceptional research and analysis have been done by Awaya Kentaro, Yoshimi Yoshiaki, Yoshida Yutaka, and Onuma Yoshiaki. Koseki Shoichi has published the most incisive scholarship on the Japanese side of constitutional revision. The expert on popular magazines of the early post-surrender period, especially the pulps, is Fukushima Juro. He is a major source for my treatment of this lively subject. On SCAP censorship, I have drawn many examples from the writings of Furukawa Atsushi, Etojun, and Matsuura Sozo, among others. Where Japanese films of the immediate post-surrender period are concerned, the invaluable benchmark study is in English, by Kyoko Hirano. A note on Japanese names. Throughout the text, I have followed the Japanese convention in which the family name or surname precedes the given or personal name. Thus, for example, Prime Minister Yoshida's full name is Yoshida Shigeru. Of necessity, however, this rule is reversed in two situations, where Japanese living outside the country have chosen to follow the opposite, Western order, and in identifying the authors of publications in English. Introduction Japan's emergence as a modern nation was stunning to behold. Swifter, more audacious, more successful, and ultimately more crazed, murderous, and self-destructive than anyone had imagined possible. In retrospect, it seemed almost an illusion, a 93-year dream become nightmare that began and ended with American warships. In 1853, a modest fleet of four vessels, two of them coal-burning black ships, had arrived to force the country open. In 1945, a huge, glistening armada came back to close it. When all this began with the arrival of Commodore Matthew Perry, Japan was a small country with few obvious resources. For over two centuries, intercourse with foreigners had been largely prohibited by its feudal shoguns. 
Although the economy had become commercialized in those long years of seclusion, no industrial revolution had taken place, nor had there been any striking advances in science. If Americans and Europeans found these island people capable and clever as well as exotic, no one thought to say of them, as Napoleon had of neighboring China with its vast territories, its awesome population, and its millennia of high civilization, that here was a sleeping giant. In 1868, dissident samurai drove out the shogun and established a government in the name of the emperor, hitherto a remote, powerless figure. Their new nation-state proved a quick study, learning the modern arts of war as well as peace, and showing itself particularly adept at understanding how to survive in an imperialist world. As a line in a popular Japanese song of the 1880s put it, There is a law of nations, it is true, but when the moment comes, remember, the strong eat up the weak. While most of the rest of the world fell under the control...